Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before for hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. As we were talking about uh, various times throughout the show, if you're really going to evaluate the news of the day, the Cohen trial doesn't even finish in the top three behind North Korea uh, nukes and India-Pakistan. I would agree. And uh, Mike Lyons, longtime CBS News military analyst, joins us now to talk about uh, those two uh, nuclear situations. Mike, how are you, sir? Hey, good morning, guys. Great to be back with you. Thank you. Why don't we begin with the, uh, I almost said tensions, they're shooting at each other. The the violence between India and Pakistan and what it all means. Yeah, it's kind of back to the future. Uh, this is a country in, that they fight over this region called Kashmir to the north of India to the east of Pakistan. And since uh, India had its independence since 1947, as well as when Pakistan was established, it's been an area that both countries have tried to take lay claim over, and there have been three or four skirmishes there before. Each time, though, Pakistan comes out on the losing side, and uh, in some cases uh, they are uh, you know, clearly the loser, and so they lose the nationalistic pride over that. And in this case now, that's why with Pakistan shooting down Indian aircraft and capturing an Indian pilot like they did 
Uh, they appear to be now, you know, trying to up their game right now. And it, it's down to these two leaders as to whether or not where the situation goes from here. Yeah, I was. I somehow I got uh, sucked into a Twitter feed. I just started following different people, and it was it was people who live in India and Pakistan, but tweet in English, I guess. And man, there's a lot of just regular people that were really proud of their country and wanting to go to battle. I don't I don't know how many people feel wow. that way, but it was right. it was a little it was a little troubling. Yeah, exactly, and that's because, again, I guess the last one, 1999, a significant conflict, uh, the Pakistanis lost about 4,000, 5,000 soldiers in a border skirmish that took place there. Go back to 71, the, the, another one took place over a few days. Um, and again, in each in each case, um, Pakistan was lost, in some cases, ground. In 1971, there was that war with Bangladesh, so that's on the eastern part of India. When they when they divided up the countries in, after the Second World War, they left a part of Pakistan that was basically through India to the, to the right, let's say, to the east of India, called East Pakistan. That's now called Bangladesh. George Harrison had a concert for the, the starvation of the children back in the 70s about it. Anyway, that civil war took place. It didn't make a lot of sense to have East Pakistan with India right in the middle of it. They won their independence and that. And, and again, in each time, the Pakistan military suffered a defeat. I was heartened to see that the Prime Minister of Pakistan, who's a, a TV celebrity, how odd is that, and a former athlete, um, that he returned the Indian pilot to India or, or said he was going to. That obviously is a guy saying, let's not get crazy here. Right. I think in both cases, both um, you've got the uh, the Indian uh, Prime Minister as well, Modi. They're populist people. They're both coming up for election. Uh, I don't want to say they're you know Donald Trump like, but they're they're not necessarily these career politicians. They're new in the space here. They they you know have tapped the will of the people, so to speak. And and in both cases, if hubris gets out in front, both sides now have nuclear capability. That clearly could destroy, you know, each other within, geez, the time of flight, uh, given the fact they have uh, weapons. And India has got a little more complex nuclear program. They literally have a triad. They can deliver nukes from air, land, and sea. Pakistan pretty much air, some intermediate missiles, mostly artillery-based, nothing from the sea. But, but, again, the bottom line is because they're neighboring with each other, you'd have clearly mutually assured destruction if something started. But your guess is uh, cooling down rather than ramping up. Right, and like anything else, you've got to find a way that both sides can save face uh, in order for that to happen. Uh, maybe just the fact that uh, the Pakistanis were able to shoot down the two Indian aircraft and the fact that they, they captured them, and maybe that, that's going to be the win that they're going to take. And they, again, they haven't had one in about 20 years, and maybe that, that'll be good enough for them, and the Indians will take forth uh, the fact that, um, you know, the, the fact they didn't start a nuclear war with their neighbor over a region that they've been fighting over for the last uh, 70, 80 years. Hey, just for fun, and that's not the right term at all, if, if India and Pakistan did get into a war, would we stay out of it, take a side? How would that turn out? Oh, no, no, we'd have to stare clear out of it. I mean, it's it's nothing we could do uh, on, on any level. I don't. I mean, we've got no kind of treaties with either side. We'd, we'd be on the sidelines watching them destroy each other. Well, I, was, I was just going to put it that we're kind of wearing the striped shirt at this point, right? We're, yeah, we're not yeah, choosing exactly. sides. We're saying, hey, everybody keep cool. Right, and you see the beer from the bleachers being thrown right now, the fact that there's no U.S. leadership in the world, and that's why this is happening. That, that's just nonsense. I mean, these are countries that have got to get along. They've got a, they've got a border. They've got to figure out where they're going to put a, you know, they've got walls between these two countries, I guarantee it. Um, so that's not about U.S. leadership. Uh, wow. It's about yeah, I don't, I, don't want to, I don't want to get off on a tangent and take up your time. But, but the idea that a lot of people have, especially a lot of intellectuals have, that any two countries that don't get along, it's our fault. 
That's right. just crazy. Yeah, no kidding. That's I'd missed that somehow. I've been kind of busy the last day. I'm kind of glad I missed it. Mike Lyon, CBS News military analyst, is on the line. All right, Mike, let's uh, go ahead and talk about the non-deal in North Korea. What's your take yeah. on the summit itself and, and both parties walking away? Yeah, no, all good. Unfortunately, what they had agreed on prior to this meeting looks like that, that didn't even happen at the summit. Even if they got a, um, a end of the Korean conflict, that would have been at least moving the process forward. I think it's not failure, but we've got to get some result at this point. I think the president's going to need some result if he thinks that North Korea is going to change their behavior anyway. Um, but I'd rather have him do what he did, walk away and not release sanctions or, or do something else, because in some ways, based on my observation of the media right now to Donald Trump, it's lose-lose anything he does. If he caved on right. something, he caved. If he, you know, he walks away, he's getting slammed for that. It's just, it's just mind-boggling. It, I'm relieved that he's walked away, and, and I, at, at this point, now we know a little bit more. I thought, again, we get the end of the Korean War, we get the demilitarization of the 38th parallel, that would have been a good win. We also consider uh, South Korea, though, here. They want something to happen as well. It's not just the United States. Do you think it's significant that tensions have been ratcheted down on the peninsula, or is that just kind of a, a, a cycle that we go through and, and it's not that good a sign? Well, you mean they're, they're not firing off missiles and testing bombs? Well, right. There's no military exercise. Well, just, you know, I think it's widely agreed that tensions are down. There's a lot more friendly noises being made. No no scary right. military exercises and tests. Yeah, I agree with that. And and. and Trump thought his personality was going to win the day over, and it, it just didn't in this case. And, you know, it, it, is, it is what it is, why he walks away from it. But you're right that South Korea wants those tensions to be ratcheted down, the South Korean leaders in particular. And um, they want to open up the border. They want to do more things. And eventually, you know, maybe by things will be overcome by events, and eventually they'll get to a place where there's more security. In the past, um, they would ratchet back up the military exercises. They would ratchet back up a lot of the missile testing. You, know, you notice the president left still and i've i've been okay with trump's uh the way he's gone about this and you know the 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 diplomacy crowd says no you've got to have all the groundwork laid long before they get there and all they do is shake hands and sign something you know he just shows up and they talk but you can't you can't show up to another one can you unless you know something's going to happen it's okay to walk away this one and say whoa 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 we're not doing that you can't fly clear across the country show up again and then walk away with nothing that would actually look bad yeah, running out of magic wands when it comes to that, being able to reuse that scenario over and over. And that's why I thought they would at least get that end of the Korean conflict out there, but they weren't able to get that. Um, you know, he, he wanted something. He wanted those sanctions relieved. He, you know, he wants the complete turnaround of what we would do without any verification. I just don't think that's going to work. I, or I would also like to see inspectors in the country. That tells me it's another thing. He's, like, he's allowed the country to be open up. People are looking inside there. That, that would be another good step forward. Well, I agree with Jack. I think the, the Trump approach has been really interesting and unconventional. Yeah, but nothing else has worked. So I say, why not give it a give it a go? But and someday, maybe, uh, Mike, I'll buy a beverage of your choice and we can sit around and chat about one of my favorite topics in, in you know, political science and reality. And that's totalitarian regimes trying to or wanting to liberalize and how difficult and dangerous it is for them. And and little fathead knows that. He right. knows every bit of opening that juices up the economy, which is the carrot the president's uh, dangling in front of him, also holds terrible danger for his regime. 
right, it's fundamentally lighting a fuse, and it's going to have an explosion, and whether he can control that explosion remains to be seen. And, you know, again, it's a, it's clearly a timber box. In, in North Korea, what, what he can control, he's still concerned about his own safety. Look how he has to travel to Vietnam in order to do the summit from the very beginning. Um, so he knows that once that train leaves the station, uh, there's just no stopping at that point. I'm sorry, the metaphorical train or the actual one he, he rides on? <laughs> His actual slow yeah, the, train. <laughs> yeah, the one he rides on through China, actually. Once that train leaves, he might never he might never return. Who knows? Yeah. Mike Lyons, CBS News military analyst. Mike, it's always enlightening. Uh, thanks very much. We look forward to hearing about your next project or, or whatever you have cooking. Yeah, thanks. I got I got the cast of Mr. Robot here. If, you're, if your fans, if, you, if your listeners watch Mr. Robot, what? they just filmed, they just, they just they just wrapped up filming uh, the first few episodes of season four of Mr. Robot in my house, literally. No kidding. What? Sean, our yeah. one of our producers is so into that show. He about yeah. fell over. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Why your house? Uh, well, they picked it. They did a kind of a routine screen. They came by, and uh, so if you watch the show, my home is going to be the um, the childhood home of Agent DiPietro. She's the, um, the FBI agent that the Dark Army has now come over. Well, how cool! I'm, awesome. I'm not sure I can remember that sentence, but yeah. I will. Do your yeah. kids think this is the coolest thing ever? Yeah, they're not home, thank God, because it's a, it's kind of like having a frat party in your house three days in a row. Where you're you know, dragging people out at 4 o'clock in the morning, but literally they show back up at 6 a.m. and oh. the party starts again. So we're, we're in a massive cleanup effort right now for the next five days around here. So, Are, were, Did you have to sign any non-disclosure things about who was and wasn't in the scenes that were being filmed there? A, a few, yeah. I can't. I can't. I couldn't go a lot on social media. I couldn't take pictures of the actresses, and I don't really know a lot about the, the plot and everything. I, I could tell you a few, a few different things, but how it extended. But it's, uh, it was pretty cool for sure. Well, someday we'll have to talk about that. That's fantastic. I'm so glad you mentioned that, uh, Mike Lyons. Uh, Mike, uh, thanks a million. It's always great. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Boy, yeah. no, nobody's filming anything in my house unless it's for some Learning Channel show that's <laughs> kind of horrific. <laughs> oh. Oh, my friend's kitchen was featured in a major motion picture recently. Really? Yeah. Where do you get signed up for that? Hey, parents, I got a nice palm tree in my backyard. If you want to, you got some, like, starlet to pose in front of it. You use it all day. No charge. Hey, hoarders, are you out of hoarders? (laughs) Oh, boy. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before for hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking. 
committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.